Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Momentum Focus podcast. Um, today's episode is going to be slightly different um, when it's usually just me. Um, I drop a nugget and move on. <laughs> but today I actually wanted to share something with you um, that God dropped on me through a number of avenues. And he's just really been reminding me to get back to the hunger that I've had um, for time with him, for like a hunger for confidence in myself. Um, basically, it narrows down to just living, living in a disciplined lifestyle where um, there were things that were in place that um, they were non-negotiables where I knew how and what to eat, not to the degree that I obsessed about it, um, but I also didn't neglect it. Um, I was diligent and almost desperate to sit and study the word, but not to simply just read it and move on, um, to, to be willing to wonder with him and even wander. And he said, uh, what would it take for you to get back there. And full transparency, I decided to hire a couple of coaches. I hired a writing coach and I sat with my husband and I said, I'm a writer. I know how to write. I know that I have words. I have so many words <laughs> and I love words, but sometimes I'm overwhelmed by my words because I don't know where to put them. I don't know if they're words to be spoken or words to be written. And if they're words to be written, who am I writing them to? And who am I writing them for? And where should they go? If I could show you the stacks, stacks, plural, of notebooks where I've written just study and, and things that God drops on my heart and, and research. I'm a researcher at heart. I love to just spend time in research. And I didn't really know where to put these things. So I hired a coach. And one of the greatest things my coach said to me is, why do you have to choose what goes where? Just start writing. God will tell you. He's the keeper of all things. He hasn't run out of ideas of where to put things. And he orders the time and the season for everything. So I hired a writing coach. A friend of mine recently said to me, coaches need coaches, Amia. You coach everybody else on how to find their voice and how to move their bodies and how to clear out clutter and find clarity. But sometimes you need a, a coach. So I hired a fitness coach. I hired a fitness, I hired a trainer. I hired somebody that would help me get out of my own way because I have all the tools. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a group fitness instructor. I'm a nutrition coach. I'm a behavior coach. I'm a wellness coach. I'm a clarity coach. But sometimes y'all know we can share it with people and we can help them find all the ways to be well and clear and know which direction to go and we will even say, man, I already know this myself, but and I probably should take my own advice, but we don't. 
So I hired a trainer and they're just helping me get my nutrition back on track so that I care, right? I read a quote that says, the desire to change your body can come from two very different places, strengthening and improving it versus changing it because you hate it. Know the difference because one can absolutely destroy you from the inside out. And this like gut level response came out of me of like, oh my word, this is what I get to do as a coach is to help people know the difference. And when I read that destroy you from the inside out, it immediately brought me to the reality that that's the name of my fitness ministry, Interactive. And for the past six months, I've been really sitting and asking God, would you help me reclaim what you've called me to do? Not to do fitness, not to do group fitness, not to do coaching. And he said to me like, yeah, absolutely. I will help you reclaim that space where the enemy has come in and lied to you. But you need to know that that is deeply rooted in some childhood wounds. And he's just been walking me through like reclaiming that. And he keeps reminding me like, when I, when I brought you to this thing, before I ever called it interactive, before I ever said, you're gonna have a podcast and you're gonna call it Momentum Focus and you're gonna share these God moments with people and help them adjust their focus. He said, I called you to be mine. And he said, maybe I need, maybe you need to stop only speaking to yourself. Yes, speak over yourself, but you also need to pay attention to the people that I've put across your path who are helping you hear clearly. And there's a couple of different podcasts that I've been leaning into. There's a couple of different healing groups that I uh, have been a part of that are really getting into the muck but I'm doing it in community because I can't do it by myself. If I do it by myself, I will rationalize. And then the enemy will get in there and say, you already know that stuff. You don't need what they have to offer. So I'm going to drop you several resources today that are going to help you get out of your own way. Right? Signups for the project stress release end tomorrow, September 15th. But that is the the closing of the pick what you want to pay. I also call it, what's it worth to you? (laughs) Pick what you want to pay. You pick your own price. Revelation Wellness is suggesting $15, but it's 21 days of getting honest with where you haven't been honest. And you know what? Here's a little (laughs) inside track or spoiler alert, I should say. Your body knows when you're not being honest because the stress shows up in different ways. It shows up in your decisions. It shows up in your choices. It shows up in how you reject or accept someone else's um, support of you being well. It shows up in your rest habits. It shows up in your activities. Um, It shows up sometimes when we don't want it to. 
So that's the first resource. The second resource is this podcast. I've been bringing several guests on this, the podcast to really help us adjust our focus from the space of emotional uh, wellness and well-being and emotional maturity. And each of those guests themselves respectively have their own resource to help you to be well. And I really hope that y'all are taking advantage of those. My most recent newsletter, if you are not subscribed to the newsletter, I highly suggest that you do that. I mentioned that I'm going to be hosting a workshop um, or it's not really a workshop. It is a cohort where we're going to be reading through a couple of different um, books and doing some deep dive shadow work. And this cohort is going to start the end of this month. Um, but I really, honestly, I don't want you to sign up for another thing. I want you to pause and just say like, am I willing to go with people? And I'm only going to accept five people in this group. Am I willing to go with people so that I can be coachable? Am I ready to take the step to move forward? Are you a coach that needs a coach? Right? Are you one who says, like, I know God has called me to this thing and I started doing it, but I stopped? Or you see that there's a coach doing a thing that you thought you were supposed to be doing. So you just back away and let them do their thing, but then you crumble on the inside because you thought God forgot you. So this in this September focus of the cohort, um, and we're gonna start the end of the month we'll be meeting together potentially in person if you're local but otherwise we will meet virtually um on wednesday evenings and we're going to be reading the book ready to rise by joe saxton i mentioned that in the newsletter but if you don't again if you don't subscribe to the newsletter you can get on that mailing list or sign up to be a part of it by going to my website, interactivefitclub.net and click on experience and then choose uh, mentoring. And you'll see all the information to get on the contact list for Momentum Focus. Um, and then the, the last resource that I want to offer you is found in Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a very long, very long, uh, deep dive to really pause and ask yourself, am I allowing God to do what needs to be done so that I can remain humble and teachable? Several years ago, I purchased from Crossway Books the study of the Psalms, and it's just one book of just the Psalms. And I thought I'd be really clever and begin with Psalm 1. And I feel like the Holy Spirit said, aren't you cute? <laughs> I started it December 31st, 2019. And instead of going Psalm by Psalm, I allowed God to take me to the appropriate Psalm for the day 
and I made footnotes in each psalm. And so I'm going to read to you just a couple of the footnotes, and then I'll read the psalm and close this out. Um, by grace through faith, teach us, Lord, to listen and to hear. His grace, favor, peace are found in taking time. Consider Isaiah 30. It is okay to take your time with this and to be led by his spirit. There is a roar inside of you. You are in God's hands. His whispers go through your life. And as you speak, you amplify his heart. I don't need to be loud to roar. 1 John 3, see how the Father loves us, that we are called his children. And then I wrote out the lyrics to a couple of songs. We'll be walking on the water and dancing on the waves. Your past is dead and gone. Your healing has begun. I am making all things new. Don't be afraid. I'll be your strength. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statues. Then I shall not be put to shame. Having my eyes fixed on all your commandments, I will praise you with an upright heart. When I learn your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a man keep his ways pure? By guarding it according to your word. With your whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statues. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant, Lord, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. I am a sojourner on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. You rebuke the insolent, accursed ones who wander from your commandments. Take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselor. My footnote here says, put me in coach. <laughs> I'm ready to play.
What do you need? What is it? What is it that you've been longing for? That you've forgotten who God is. That you're so desperate for a different way. That you're willing to try something foolish. I get it. It's not easy to ask for help. It feels like weakness. But what if Instead of viewing it as weakness, you saw it as a sign of surrender. A sign of your hands up and you're saying, I'm here, God. I don't know what else to do. And maybe it's not a thing of despair where you've tried it all and it didn't work. Maybe it's a thing of like, I know there's more. Maybe it's not a thing of desperation. Maybe it's you being brave or you being courageous where we're reminded throughout the Bible to be strong and courageous, to take heart, to be careful to be watchful. Even Jesus had to remind his disciples, pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to the longings that don't go quiet. Pay attention to the moments where your heart races with pure passion, compassion, and joy. You don't have to quiet that. Pay attention to the childhood dreams and the childhood wonder that still resonates with you. The things that you know in your heart, you say, man, I have always wanted to do that. Do that. And I come back to what I said earlier. God keeps telling me this has less to do with what you do and who you are. The doing is an offshoot or an overflow of the being. I have a post-it note on my desk, a couple of them. One that says, you are my savior, you keep your promises. Another one says, nada me puede detener. 
and it means nothing can stop me. My prayer for you is that this conversation helps you to pay attention to what you pay attention to. That you would be bold enough to care enough about your own well-being that you would get the coach you need and that you would be willing to stand face-to-face in front of that coach like that bold kid that says, put me in, coach, I'm ready to play. And when the time is right, the coach knows. Until next time, friends. Be well.